0: Welcome to Season 2 of the Wherever Podcast. My name is Andy Bauer and my mom is Sam Bauer. And she is a wife, mom, business owner, and lover of Jesus. My mom's hope with this podcast is to encourage our listeners by sharing her own experiences to follow the dreams in our heart and become the person that God created you to be. I hope you enjoy Episode 4. Lost Sheep. And if you like this episode, please leave a comment or review on the platform you're listening, or even better, share it with a friend. Thank you for listening. I've been thinking a lot about Lost Sheep lately. I'm not sure why, but thoughts and scenarios about Lost Sheep keep coming up in my life, whether through something I've read or friends sharing their testimony with me. And as I've heard some of these stories and read some different things a few light bulbs have gone off in my head. So in my head, I've never given that parable probably as much weight um, as it deserves. um, Because in my like Sunday school mind, it was like a cute story and I get the parable. um, But yeah, I never really fully understood it or really thought about it uh, too, too much until just recently. So um. Here it is. I mean, basically, it can be found in Matthew eighteen twelve, and there's a shepherd, and he has a hundred sheep. One of them wanders off, and so the shepherd leaves his ninety nine sheep that have not wandered together, and he goes off and he finds the one lost one, and he picks the sheep up, puts it over his shoulder, and he carries it back to his his flock. I mean, it's a cute story, right? Little fluffy white sheep. The shepherd goes and gets it, carries it back, and in my like 7-year-old Sunday school head, I've still <laughs> been thinking about this story with with that vision that there's like this little cute sheep it's white and fluffy it wanders off it's like standing in the middle of a nice field with like flowers and it's eating and the shepherd comes and it sees the shepherd and it goes prancing toward him and they embrace and the shepherd throws the cute little fluffy white sheep over his shoulder and returns to the others and it's just this like sweet little story about like a cuddly sheep and super cute but as I started to really think about this story as it relates to humans, um, and as like humans are the sheep and God is our shepherd, I realized um, what it must have looked like uh, really for the shepherd, because there's like a couple different like things too in my adult head that I'm like, okay, he had a hundred sheep. Would he really notice if he lost one? <laughs> like, I don't know, and. How hard is it to catch a sheep? Like they don't seem super fast or super smart. Like it feels like if a sheep wanders off, it shouldn't be that tricky to find it um, and catch up to it and um, bring it back. So <clears throat> I'm going to tell you a story today that I'm not proud of, and I don't love telling the story, and I haven't told it to like too too many people because, well. It kind of makes me feel like a horrible parent, um, but just re- retelling it, it just gives me like all kind of feelings. But I'm going to tell it today. Um, when our kids were babies, and they must have been like one and a half and two and a half, because we still lived in Arizona, and Andy probably had been walking for just a couple months. If you know Andy, um, you won't be surprised that as soon as she walked, she ran. Like there was never anything slow about this girl. There was no stopping her. Um, and honestly, there still isn't, she's just, uh, she's going, man. She's, she's, if she's determined, she's gonna, she's gonna get where she's going. So anyway, she was just like that toddler that she got into everything. She climbed on everything. She ran full speed of head, like wherever she went, she would never walked anywhere. She would just sprinted everywhere. Um, and she just was, was fast. She was that kid that terrified me um, and, uh, again, in certain ways, still does. <laughs> um, but anyway, one day we were visiting my parents and, and they had left their garage door open, uh, probably because we were coming over. Um, and my parents have always been open door people. Come on in. I mean, I remember my dad, when we were younger, would get annoyed because people would knock on our front door because that's just how he is. He is always welcoming. You never have to give him a heads up or call ahead or even knock on the front door when you come over. It's just open. Come on in. Everybody's welcome with my with my dad. It's just just who he is. So anyway... Will needed a Band-Aid or something, and so I went to grab it for him. My dad was working in the backyard. My mom was baking something in the kitchen, and Rob was um, in the living room trying to, like, fix something for my mom. Um, and so Andy had gone into the back bedroom to play on the bed. My mom kept some toys and stuff back there. So I got Will's Band-Aid, and I went to check on Andy. Well, she wasn't in the bedroom, and she wasn't in any of the rooms. I went into the to the the backyard because, um, my dad was back there, and I thought maybe she went out back to play with him. She wasn't there, and as I was walking back in, I noticed that the door going into the garage was cracked open, and I just started to panic. I mean, I knew she must have ran out the door, and as I was running out, I felt a hand on my shoulder, and it was my husband, and he said, "Sam, stay here with Will. I'm going to get Andy." And he was gone. Um, my mom and dad ran out after him, and I was left in the house with Will, <laughs> freaking out on the inside and just praying. You know, praying God like just, she didn't get run over, that she didn't run into the street. I mean, it was probably a hundred some degrees outside. She didn't have she, she didn't have anything on. She had a diaper on. That's it. Um, and. Um, So anyway, all of this happened within like a two-minute window. It's super fast. I mean, it's amazing how fast these things can happen. But probably what seemed like hours to me, which was probably five or six minutes, they returned back carrying Andy with them. My baby, sporting only her diaper (laughs) and a really proud look on her face, um, had run down the sidewalk two houses down from my parents and knocked on the neighbor's door. Thank God, right? Um, The neighbor gladly returned her to us. But when I think of what could have happened to her, it makes me sick. Still to this day, like I'm trying not to cry while I'm telling the story because it just made me sick. And I never want to feel that feeling again. Um, But anyway, when she wandered off, we went after her. No questions asked. Rob, the father of my family, said Sam stay here with, with Will. I'm going to get Andy. We didn't say, well, you know, we already have two other sons. We could let that one go. We don't really, you know, we won't notice if she's gone. No, that, that never crossed our mind. And if you've ever lost a child for any period of time, it never thought, you know, it never crosses your mind that oh, I've, I've already got all these other sheep. I don't need that one. <laughs> I'll just let it go. no. So when the shepherd leaves the 99 to get the one, it's not because he doesn't care about the 99, um, it's because they'll be safer, he'll be faster, and that one sheep matters to him. So I used to think about the shepherd with 100 sheep, and I wondered if he'd even notice if one was gone, right? But when we think about instead of sheep, that we are God's children, it changes the perspective for me. And if you've ever lost one of your kids for any period of time, you know where I am coming from. God losing one of us, though, is also just like when I lost Andy and I thought, oh, my gosh, she could be dead. Somebody could have taken her. She could have gotten hit by a car. Um, She she could be dead. Um, It's the same thing when we wander from God. And God must be so panicked and so um, you know, anxious about it because it is also a matter of life and death. God losing one of us is a matter of if we get to go to heaven and have eternal life, or if we end up spending eternal life in a fiery hell. It matters to him very much, so much that he sent his son to earth with the sole purpose of giving us the opportunity to come live in heaven someday. I mean, he loves us. I have a son, I have two sons, and I'm sorry. I don't love any human enough to send either of my sons as a sacrifice so that y'all can get into heaven. (laughs) I want you in heaven. I want you to be there with me. But I just, I'm human and I'm not sacrificing my children. (laughs) Um, I think that you probably all feel the same way. Um, But you'd have to love someone a whole lot to do something like that. God loves us a whole lot. Anyway, I digress. (laughs) The other part of the lost sheep parable is that with the sheep, the shepherd can pick them up, throw them over his shoulders, and bring them back to the flock. I never imagined that like the sheep is kicking or screaming or trying to hide from the shepherd or doesn't recognize the shepherd. But I've seen this like um, funny video, and maybe you've seen it out there, but there's a sheep and it's in a ditch. And this man, um, we'll call him the shepherd, um, like works really hard to get the this- it was a big sheep that was stuck in the ditch. and <clears throat> it was really hard to like lift this sheep out of the ditch. And so the ditch the the sheep gets out of the ditch, and the shepherd is like tired because he just pulled him out. And the sheep like does this little funny like prance around, and then he jumps right back into the same ditch again <laughs> to be stuck again. And I don't imagine that that it didn't show the rest of the video. It kind of cut it off there. Um, but I don't imagine that that is much different from us. And I also don't imagine that the shepherd left him there again. I imagine this time he, he probably pulled him out and kept a better eye on him so that he didn't jump back into the ditch. But it just is a funny visual of like, oh my gosh, this is so us. Like we wander and God comes and saves us. And then we do like something again that just is silly and gets us stuck in a ditch again and, and God has to come back for us. But I think it's important for us to understand that we aren't sheep who recognize our shepherd coming all the time. And we don't always come running toward him when we realize he's coming for us, right? And sometimes we're not fluffy and white. Sometimes we are bruised and bloody and and weary and tired. Maybe we're drunk or high, or maybe we just lost our job and we're sad. Like Maybe when when we get to the point where we see and recognize that God is there waiting for us to see him, we might not be A fluffy white sheep prancing back to our flock sometimes that might be true but most of the time we don't always come running when we see the good shepherd coming sometimes we feel god's presence and we might run farther away sometimes we ignore that he's there pretend like he can't see us sometimes we feel ashamed and we try to hide and um, we just kind of like ignore God's presence, right? Sometimes our free will tells us not to listen to the, what the Holy Spirit is telling us, but to keep in the world's ways. I think it's important that we understand that as God's sheep, when we wander off, just like actual sheep who wander from their flock, we can get into some horrible situations. Because here's the thing. If we aren't walking with God, we aren't necessarily walking away from God, But if we aren't walking with God, we are distancing ourselves from God. And when we distance ourselves from God, we're bound to find ourselves in a ditch or hurting or seeking things of this world to replace a real relationship with God. When we say, I love God, I love him, I believe in him, but I'm still going to make the decisions based on what I want to do instead of what God wills for me, instead of what's written in the Bible, we are wondering you can still love God and wonder. You can still believe in God and make really bad intentional decisions. And I've heard so many stories lately of my brothers and sisters who love God. They believe in God, but they weren't willing to have a relationship with him and really walk with him until their free will got them into some really hard situations where they suddenly had no choice than to see God standing there arms open wide, just wanting them to come back home and walk with them. You see, God gave us free will. He allows us to choose to follow him and to really have a relationship with him or to choose to do whatever we want and have a lukewarm spiritual life when it's convenient for us or to just decide not to believe at all and try to take on this life alone. But here's the thing. You have the choice to not only believe that God exists, that he created everything that that is in the whole, you know, everything, not just in this world, but in the planets and the stars. Um, and that he loves you so much that he sent his son Jesus to come to earth as a human, to live and to be murdered on a cross, to raise from the dead and be seated at God's right hand so that you and I can have eternal life. And it's the story doesn't even end there. Like Jesus is coming back. He's coming back and he's going to get us and he's going to take us to that place. And and it's going to be amazing. You have a choice to believe that. You also have a choice, though, to decide if you want to have an actual relationship with God. See, it's not necessarily the same thing to believe in God as it is to have a relationship with God. You can make the choice to read your Bible daily to pray daily, to welcome the Holy Spirit into your heart. And you can make the choice to have a relationship with a father who will always love and accept you, who will welcome you back with open arms when you wander, when you make mistakes over and over again. He will cry with you when you are hurting, and he will feel so much joy with you when you find success and happiness in your life. A father who will put his hand on his flock when you wander and say, stay here, I've got to go find my lost sheep. And he will come and he will never leave you, even though you are hiding or ignoring or pretending not to see him. When you're ready, you just need to look and God will be there, ready to pick you up and carry you back to the flock. You might be bloody and battered. You might be hurting. You might be drunk or high in a ditch You might have been unfaithful to your family you might have lost your job you might have gambled away all of your family's money you might be at rock bottom but i promise you if you look up you have a father who is just waiting anxiously for you to see him and to run into his loving arms so that he can embrace you and have a relationship with you being faithful in a relationship with God, requires effort and discipline. And it's not always easy. In fact, sometimes it's really hard. But not having a relationship with God is also hard. And it will end a lot harder. So if you are listening today, and you're wondering, not wondering, but wandering, I'm gonna pray for you right now. Dear God, my friend has wandered. They know who you are and they believe that you exist. But Lord, it got too hard for them and they decided to stop walking with you. Lord, I know you are running after them. You are right there with them. Maybe for days or months or years, Lord. I know you are right there with them, just waiting for them to see you. And to choose to return to you and have a relationship with you. Open their eyes, God, to your love and grace and mercy. Help them to feel your loving arms around them. And that they'd welcome back the Holy Spirit within them. To help them get out of whatever ditch they may have found themselves in. I pray, Lord, that they ask for forgiveness for whatever decisions they may have made on their own. And know that they will be forgiven. Help them to mend broken relationships, heal their broken hearts, and break any addictions that they might be facing. Show, my friends, Lord, that you have always been there, just waiting for them to use that free will to decide to have a relationship with you. Draw us in, God, and help us to follow you and to be more like you every day. All this I pray in the name of Jesus Christ, your Son. Amen. And I will end today with Joshua 1.9. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go.